Okay. Hi, Bob. Hello, Janina. Long time no see. Yeah, yeah. We have been busy, very busy May, and uh, that's why we have a special episode for you guys out there this time. We have made a recording from the big 5G event in Austin, Texas. And we had both me and Todd Braut Kramer from Cradlepoint on site. We talked to Todd straight from the big 5G event, which is, it's an industry event. So very focused on business to business and not a huge event, but sort of a lot of the important People in the industry was there, and then me, <laughs> and, and Janina, but not me. But but uh, the big five that's it's mainly like mobile operators or cellular operators and vendors like Ericsson selling five G systems and that kind of company that are attending. Is that correct? Yes, and of course this was one of the first events that were actually on site after this uh, pandemic shutdown. Mm. This was one of the first events for quite a lot of people, among them the CTO of T-Mobile, one of the big 5G operators in the US, Neville Ray, who was on stage for the first time actually there at the event. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to to hearing what Todd has to say. Uh, The other thing I should say is, because we recorded this a little while ago, that since we did the recording, we've actually made an announcement on a big reorganisation. So the organisations that Todd is working with at the moment will look slightly differently by the time you hear this podcast, I think. But Todd is basically running the marketing for Cradlepoint and also for emerging businesses at this very moment. His role will be very similar, I think, in the new organisation. Yeah, when that now is announced, <laughs> we don't really know. Which, uh, <laughs> which, as you're listening to this, is probably in place even as we speak. That you listeners probably know more than we do. Right I know now. more. Yeah. <laughs> but all the things that Todd has to talk about on the podcast that goes into a new organisation, Ericsson set up business area enterprise wireless solutions, which is focused on the types of wireless systems that enterprises can buy. So so for, for ports and power stations and oil rigs, factories, all sorts of places, if you want to put 5G system into your factory or onto your site, they're the people to go and talk to. Yeah, so not just an important topic for 5G but or for CradlePoint, but a very important topic overall for Ericsson. So I think that's why this organizational change has been made. So a big area to look more into. Uh, it's an interesting area to look at, and uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how it develops going forward. So before we start, Paul, do you have any news or stuff that you want to inform our listeners about? There's a few small things that I spotted whilst, whilst you were swanning away in the US <laughs> on your holiday. <laughs> Yes, right. <laughs> so kind of running around them, really. I saw that India have launched, or in fact, India's prime minister launched the uh, the country's first 5G testbed, which is uh, obviously a, a step along the way for them in terms of moving towards the introduction of 5G in India. India being one of the world's largest population countries, it's obviously something that we're very interested to see when that comes on stream. And the testbed is like the second step after trials, right? So first it's trials, then it's testbed, 
and then it goes into the networks or well i think that that depends a little really if you wanted to you could probably skip them all together and just jump straight in with both feet and build your own uh, build your own network hope for the best <laughs> uh, but the idea of the test bed is to actually allow startups and other industry players and other people that, that might want to use 5g to get a kind of hands-on and, and learn about it before the network is there so that you don't have to wait until the network comes for you to be able to start thinking about using it in your business so it's kind of get a, it's kind of it lets you get a head start on the implementation stuff so so that's an interesting one and, and then i saw that cyprus now there's an operator in cyprus that's that's claiming now to have a hundred percent population coverage which think about Cyprus, it should be fairly doable. It's not the world's largest country. And they claim to be the first country in the in the EU to have 100% population coverage. And we talked a lot about population coverage before. Of course, the geographical coverage can be something else. If there's countries with lots of broad, wide agricultural areas or forests and mountains and things, so you can still find great big holes in coverage because nobody lives there. Mm-hmm. But maybe Cyprus is a bit more populated. It feels like we perhaps have said something before that some smaller countries in Europe might have a 100% population coverage. So, But is this sort of like the bigger country population coverage, not the super small? I don't know. Maybe some of those super small countries are not part of the EU. We've talked about it before, Janina. When it comes to claims, you have to read the small print. You read the small prints on this one. Okay, <laughs> Cyprus. Well, probably not Probably not well enough, but there, there's, <laughs> there's almost sure to be some small print. Happy 5G users on Cyprus. Yeah, but maybe that's enough of the chit-chat. Maybe we should go and hear what our guest has to say. Yes, let's jump straight into the event. And welcome to the Big 5G. So now we then go into our recording from the event that was 16th to 18th of May in Austin, Texas. And we're talking to Todd Crad Kramer, the CMO of Cradlebot. Here we go. So you've been to this show before, before before the pandemic. Yeah, many yeah, times. Yeah, we have uh, several times since its inception. Really, when it was a very small, nimble show, and people were talking about five G on the horizon and what it could be and what they were planning. And here it is today. If Cradle points any indication, we've had two record quarters of actually selling five G equipment to enterprises that are connecting to five G services. It's a reality. Yeah. And when we started recording here, we were saying, well, perhaps we should use Cradlepoint for the recording. Now, that didn't happen. But tell us about Cradlepoint as a business. Well, sure. Uh, Cradlepoint is now part of Ericsson, wholly owned by Ericsson. We were acquired back in uh, fourth quarter of 2020. And if you think about the brilliance behind it, of course, Ericsson has been all about building 2G, 3G, now 4G and 5G networks, soon to be 6G. And uh, you help our CSP partners build those networks, build that infrastructure. What Cradlepoint does is we help enterprises consume it. So we help enterprises connect to 5G and utilize the services that our CSPs are building. In fact, every single Cradlepoint router, and there's over 3 million of them in the universe today, has one thing in common. They all connect to a cellular 4G or 5G connection. That's pretty impressive. So we're on the other end. We're consuming, 
while while Ericsson is building. And how is this actually done? Because I know it's something with routers. Well, it is. We build a whole family of <laughs> of routers and adapters. And think of it this way. Think of branch, mobile, and IoT. So think of fixed sites, in-vehicle networks, and IoT. Those are the families of routers and adapters that we build. So when it comes to fixed sites, we help people connect with a primary 4G or 5G connection. Of course, most of our business historically has been failover, where they have a 4G connection, now a 5G connection, in a particular site in case their wireline goes down. Think of the 23,000 insurance locations of one of the major insurance agencies in America, which I happen to be a customer. Every one of those sites has cradle point for failover in case the primary MPLS connection goes down, we instantly jump in. So that's fixed sites. Mobile, think of the largest fire police agencies in the United States, now increasingly around the world. Vehicles driving around, with police officers, emergency responders in them, and they always need to be connected to the applications that make them safe and productive. Think of a highway patrol pulling up behind a car, and now his license plate reader automatically reads that license plate and tells him who's in the vehicle before he gets out, he or she gets out. So before they put themselves in perhaps a precarious situation, they know exactly what they're dealing with. Mm. That requires always-on connectivity. That Cradle Point uniquely provides with routers that are installed in the vehicle. And think of IoT. Think of everything from digital signage when you drive down uh, the main street of Las Vegas. We've all been there. Think of Times Square. These are a few of the sites that are connected by Cradle Point with all the digital signage. Think of when you rent a CD from Redbox, when you go to an Amazon locker. There are literally hundreds of thousands of IoT devices out there, usually intelligent devices that people care about security and management that are connected by CradlePoint. So there's a couple of use cases and examples where CradlePoint routers and adapters are deployed today, making up that over 3 million devices out there in the world. Right. And what is the difference between these routers or routers compared to like just having a normal cellular connected connection to another? Sure. Like a hotspot, the big difference is our customers have 1,500, 3,000, 20,000, 100,000 devices. So think of managing a network with 3,000 devices where you need to manage the uptime, you need to manage the connectivity. You need a lot of intelligence about that cellular network and that cellular connection and your data plan. Only CradlePoint, in fact, we call it cellular intelligence. We have all these insights about the cellular connection, which is RF. It's different than a lease line Mm -hmm. and allows these network managers to manage 3,000 units at once with the simplicity, perhaps even more of the simplicity that they have and they manage a wireline network. You can't do that with hotspots today where every single individual device you're trying to manage, you have this all through a single pane of glass, all through our NetCloud manager where you can see all 3,000 sites at once. You can look at the site that might be uh, going over the data plan. You can drill in instantly. You can change a policy on how it's consumed. That's what makes CradlePoint different. You can manage it at scale versus manage it one by one. Yeah. And your customers are enterprises. They are mostly. I mean, this may surprise you, you know, that we have 30,000 customers, 30,000. Now, you name top 
enterprises in the retail space, in healthcare, in transportation, in public safety. Chances are they're an Ericsson slash Cradle Point customer, but also a lot of midsize organizations. And now with some of our partners, even smaller organizations, because they're taking Cradle Point to Main Street in places that we can't afford to go as an organization. So 30,000 customers, just about every size and shape, including some of the world's largest enterprises, are Cradle Point. Ericsson customers. Wow. Paul, you work in this area of enterprise connectivity. Anything you want to add to this? What's your take on this area? Well, I'm not sure I work in the, in the area in the same way that Todd works in the area, but I, I'm, one thing I'm interested in, I, I know that uh, last year you launched a, like a 5G portfolio, and I understand that that's been a, a popular thing, but what is it that's attractive for the enterprise about moving to 5G? Yeah, good question, Paul. What's attractive to the enterprise of moving to 5G? So we've seen in Q4 2021 and in Q1 2022, a huge uptake in 5G in the enterprise. So I, I got a good feel for it. And enterprises, I mean, these are some of the, large, the, the world's largest retail retail organizations. So if I were to say their names, you didn't say recognize them, so I won't uh, because I'm not yet able to. But, but they're large... <laughs> Um, pharmaceutical companies that have large retail organizations, 1,500, 3,000 branches, not unusual. And what they've seen now is they've seen enough value from 5G deployed at a couple of key sites where mid-band spectrum, some of this mid-band spectrum that is being rolled out by Verizon and AT&T with their C-band acquisition, some of the mid-band spectrum, of course, that we're seeing at T-Mobile, complements of their Sprint acquisition at 2.5 gigahertz. That's becoming a reality. So our customers are deploying at stores where that's available, and they're seeing three, 400 megabits per second. They're going, wow, I want to take advantage of that. So they're going through a refresh, which they're going to live with for five years, Paul. And they're going, I might as well make it 5G everywhere because I know in the next five years that service will be everywhere. Even though it's in a small footprint, maybe 10% of my stores today, in five years' time it'll be everywhere. So I'm going to go all 5G versus refresh with 4G. And that's what we're seeing, a lot of that type of thinking within our large enterprise customers. Mm. And you're not just working with enterprises, though, because you just just a few weeks ago, there was a press release you did together with T-Mobile. And I mean, okay, it is towards enterprises in the end, but it was 5G fixed wireless internet solution, right? For, for That's correct. For businesses. Yeah, it's kind of a, a little bit of a secret, you know, that CradlePoint is working with a lot of CSPs. Yes. In fact, there's a great overlap between our CSPs we work with and the CSPs that, of course, are Ericsson infrastructure CSPs. Uh, except we work more with the product houses, the marketing house. We work with the people. Their job is to go build data plans and services that consume the infrastructure that you help their C CTOs build. Um, so case in point, T-Mobile, um, of course, uh, has Ericsson infrastructure in their in their network. But we work with their teams responsible for building overlay services. And yes, they just launched a new service powered by CradlePoint. And we built a custom 5G router for them, which is a, a smaller footprint kind of mid-sized router called the E300, now the E300 5G, that supports a lot of Main Street and SMB customers, which is where they're initially focused, and helps them have 5G internet connectivity instead of wireline or cable or DSL. 
And of course, what T-Mobile believes and what we believe wholeheartedly and what we've experienced is it's more reliable, many instances more performant, and can deliver a better internet connectivity experience for businesses that depend on it. That's what their mission is. And they're powering that with Cradle Points. Pretty exciting. Yeah. You've been on this quest to provide enterprises with good cellular connections. Can you see now that you're also working for Ericsson, the difference between providing internet to service providers versus enterprises versus com- consumers? Do you have any takes there? What's the what's the difference in the business? Yeah, I think the difference in our business today is we we spend a lot of time and energy looking for points, intersections of opportunities with Ericsson and the Ericsson technology portfolio. It's fascinating with 57,000 patents and all the technology that I get a chance to see in my job as acting head of BTEB, MNC. Ericsson is just rich with technology. So we're working with Ericsson right now around network slicing. And how do we deliver network slicing, not just for enterprises, not just for IoT, but for fixed wireless use cases and fixed site use cases with some of the largest enterprises in the world who are looking for a wireless version of MPLS? We think slicing plus Cradle Point plus Ericsson can deliver that uniquely. We're working, in fact, one of the first areas that we've manufactured, or I should say that we brought to market a joint integration, has been around IOTA and their SIM management capabilities, the IOTA platform, of course, a lot of our CSPs have deployed through Ericsson. Now we're looking to integrate that with CradlePoint routers to give us SIM management capability uh, for the first time. So we have uh, partners in common like Bell Canada that have both the IOTA platform and CradlePoint that really see huge advantages by getting that SIM insight from the IoT platform into the router so that they, the enterprises can manage those SIMs very precisely. And wireless office, there's a lot of different products that we see us collaborating with and integrating so that we can have joint go-to-market, making the Cradle Point product and the Ericsson product better together. Mm. And here at the Big 5G event, we are sharing a booth. We are. <laughs> so we are. You can actually see. It's the advantage I have of being on both sides of the fence yeah. from a marketing standpoint. We get to share booths. Yeah. And you are also here to actually speak. What topic will you cover in your... Well, I'm speaking tomorrow at one of the panel events, and I'm speaking about private cellular networks, something that's near and dear to our heart at CradlePoint. And, of course, with our dedicated networks platform, part of the BTAB group, very near and dear to our hearts at Ericsson. And uh, we're having great success in the market with private dedicated networks and private cellular networking, whether it's in France, working with our CSP partners like Orange, or whether it's across Europe in manufacturing, in large nuclear power plants, in ports like we're doing up in, in Amsterdam, or in the United States with CBRS, or in Canada in mining. We're having great success. So I'm going to be speaking about that, private cellular networks. You know, IDC talks about that market being an $8 billion market by 2026. It's a big market. And anytime you see Cisco and AWS and others jumping with both feet, as we have recently, into the PCN market, you know there's something there. Because they don't jump into a market unless there's money to be made. So I'm excited about it. I know Ericsson's excited about it. And, of course, we are excited about it at Cradle Point. In fact, 
Cradle Point sells a lot of what we call UE devices. These are routers and other things that plug into private cellular. And across the United States, in smart cities, and in education environments, there are a lot of them powered by Cradle Point UE routers connecting into a CBRS spectrum and into a private cellular infrastructure provided by the likes of Ericsson, Nokia, and others. Okay. And just to make any, everyone aware, CBRS Paul, what's that? Is that uh, Citizens Band Radio Service? Yeah. You nailed it, Paul. <laughs> it's... Did I get it right, Paul? <laughs> you did. You nailed it. In the United States, we're blessed with uh, the United States government making free bandwidth, Citizen Band Radio bandwidth. Gosh, Paul, I used to have that in my parents' car as Citizen Band radios when I was growing up. Now nobody has them, so we're letting that spectrum go, and people can build private cellular networks with it mm. in the United States by and working it's, it's with It's called different things all, all over the world, but it's it an is. unlicensed spectrum. It's unlicensed right? spectrum in the United States. Yeah. Just to break in there, if, if people are actually interested in that topic of spectrum in different countries, there, there is actually a white paper on ericsson.com that talks about private spectrum for industrial use and, and looks at the different spectrum bands that are available in different countries around the world. Ah, so if you want to see a, a global view of what we call here CBRS. Yes, <laughs> right. exactly. Yep. If you're interested to know what's the current state of play in, in the market where you are, then you can go and uh, you know, read up on it and, and see what's happening. On yeah. Ericsson.com. Get that white paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Janina will probably will put a link to it in the show notes if I send her the link. I can put a link on it in the show notes for sure. Yeah, the private 5G network seems to be something that's uh, being talked about. Yeah, yeah. And and you kind of wonder, private cellular networks, I know you can, but you should you, because Wi-Fi keeps on evolving forward. Well, we've talked to a lot of customers. In fact, a lot of customers of CradlePoint of what their needs are for 5G. And simply put, it comes to two things, security and densification of devices. So in a lot of factories or distribution centers, they've got so many IoT cameras, so many IoT security devices, so many IoT sensors as part of their infrastructure, part of their manufacturing process, part of distribution. That Wi-Fi just doesn't connect them all in a secure enough fashion with enough reliability. And we know because cellular is built for consumer scale, it does that. It does that in spades and 5G adds a security element. Oh, yeah. So the they might clog up a Wi-Fi, but with cellular, they can be handled. That's exactly right. Indoors and outdoors. Ah, which yeah. Imagine a large distribution facility, how many tractors they have externally moving trailers around outdoors and then indoors all the the packages rolling along conveyor belts with cameras that scan. I mean, you can imagine the need for indoor and outdoor connectivity to manage all of that that infrastructure, that's what they need. And uniquely, 5G provides that, as does 4G LTE. So one of the uh, perhaps less well-known benefits of 5G is the fact that it increases the number of devices you can cram in compared to 4G. Yeah, it does. Number of devices per spectrum. It's why carriers love it so much, the spectral efficiency. Mm. Well... We are, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, CradlePoint's uh, product at the event. I haven't checked it out yet. They've just uh, started the event here. So, Well, you know, we've been talking about Wi-Fi and the challenges, but I heard from the Ericsson folks downstairs, the man in the booth, that the Wi-Fi network is very challenging when everything's on it. And they've been begging for the CradlePoint routers because <laughs> yes. they can get free and easy access to the outside world. So here we go. 
You're already in business here. <laughs> already in business here. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Well, we've we've got a, a new announcement coming out here next we couple do. Of days. Yes. It's part of our cellular intelligence. It's probably going to be after. Yeah, we, it's, we're going to release this It's going to be after yeah. the event. So it's coming later this week. But it talks about how we can intelligently determine which cell tower a user is connected to. Now, that may seem pretty pedestrian, but imagine if you're responsible for thousands of sites and making sure you have reliable connectivity, whether it's 4G or 5G. Maybe it's you're responsible for California Highway Patrol or all the police cars or fire trucks. Knowing which cell tower a router connects to is pretty darn important. We'll give our customers that insight and the ability to talk to their cell provider, maybe move to a different tower if that produces a better outcome, produces a better connection for them. So that is what the release is about, part of our cellular intelligence, part of what we do to help large enterprises, enterprises of all size, be able to manage a fleet of devices and a very, very large wireless WAN. Well, that's some really good news and really good news from the the big 5G here in Austin, Texas. So thank you all who's listening. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can email us on 5G podcast at ericsson.com. That's 5G podcast in one word, ericsson, C and two S's, dot com. And uh, bye for now. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.